1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch.
0: Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: This week's episode of the Guitar Nerd's podcast is sponsored by KMA Audio Machines and affects pedal range sporting undoubtedly some of the best looking graphics and best sounding circuits out there. With a heart and soul well rooted in the classic tones of yesteryear, but with a mind firmly fixated on the present and future needs of musicians, KMA are an extremely exciting new brand. Handmade made from start to finish and with unwavering passion for perfection, each and every pedal is designed using a custom double-sided PCB, assembled, silkscreened, tested and numbered by hand in their own workshop, all of which guarantees high quality, while the use of a virtually indestructible powder-coated die-cast enclosure ensures maximum durability. KMA Audio Machines truly stand out as one of the most exciting new brands in the business. Now available worldwide via Audio Distribution Group. Or visit kma-machines.com for more details. Welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello there. And Jay Cross.
1: That's my name. That
2: is your name. Yes, welcome, esteemed colleagues. We're here for the penultimate episode in series one. Of the uh, Nes podcast. Well, it's the second from last episode of the year. Before we go <laughs> fully into Gear of the Year, which I'm very excited about.
3: Series one. Are we on like? Zone. Are we like five years in?
2: We've been through this. We've been through this. We, this is actually the 294th episode, excluding all the Gear of the Years because they don't get episode numbers. This is the 294th episode in Series One. You see the way. So we're finishing it on the two hundred Series One. Ninety-fifth episode. 90s, oh, yeah, 95th. Yes, that's where we're finishing. Two-nine-five. It's a nice round digit. Mm Digits. I like round digits. All. Yeah. There you go. So that's... There. And I assume uh. we'll have to do the same amount of episodes in season two. Yeah, <laughs> if we live that long. Well, it's a good way of tying you guys into a contract, to be honest. So. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's a smart move. It's a smart business move, Joe. Thank you. Thank
3: you. I think anyway. we
1: should wait until the next prime number, which I was just trying to figure out.
3: Uh... What's a prime number again? Can be
1: divided by itself. I think. It can prime... only be divided the... by itself. Yeah,
2: the, I think the prime numbers are red, uh, yellow, blue. Yeah, that's right. Is green one? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is green a number?
1: Mm.
3: Anyway, so I found so. one. Three
1: hundred and seven. Three hundred and seven is the prime number, so we just got okay. to wait until that. Okay, fine. Sorry, yes, it, well, t- it took me a sec. I had to type each Google. number into Google. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't do the even numbers, obviously, because you know I'm yeah, not that yeah. much of an idiot. Exactly.
2: Anyway, so with Gear of the Year kind of round the corner, what we'd normally do every year is we'd all get together over a weekend
1: and feel alright.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We would get together and we'd play Feel Alright, all the and Feel Alright.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks.
2: And we'd play all the equipment that uh that we've been sent to consider for gear of the year and all kind of talk about it beforehand because you know excitement sort of rubs off on each other and we'd get you know we would we'd be like yes right we're ready to podcast. But of course we can't do that um this year. So instead I've been dropping the equipment uh off um to to each of you so you can try it out um and jay you got a a big bunch of stuff that i uh that i took round to yours uh
3: did yeah
1: you you dropped off a load of stuff whilst i was in the middle of trying to fix my downstairs neighbor's boiler (laughs) yes um registered boiler
3: repairman jay
2: cross that's (laughs) that's
1: that's that's what i am
2: it was was all very soft core in there
1: i was uh yeah no i was uh I was very stressed out when you arrived, and then Mm-mm. and then obviously you arrived, and
0: my stress stressed.
1: levels went through the roof. It was a nightmare. Um, yeah, but no, you you were you were very understanding of the fact that we were literally able to say about five or six words to each other, and then I uh, ran back downstairs to try and help f- <laughs> fix their leaking boiler. Um, but that was fine. Yeah, so you dropped off a load of stuff. Um, there was uh, three guitars that you dropped off. So the mm-hmm. Music Man Saber. Um the um Fidelity Stellarosa light.
2: Stellarosa light. Yes.
1: Stella light, that's it. And uh nice. Reverend Gristlemaster, is that what that's called?
2: Uh no, you've got the East Sider T.
1: East Sider T, yes. Um and so uh I uh, plus a load of pedals, which I've got kind of in a I've built a fort around me. <laughs> um <laughs> and fort. um yeah i mean out of the out of all the pedals and stuff that you dropped off the one that's really got got me going at the moment is the uh old oh blood noise black cap which is their new it was a black friday release is that what you said that's when they released it, it
2: yeah it well it was a black friday release in 2019 and they did a limited number just for black friday But what they've done this Black Friday is they've done the same thing again, but they've also announced that it will be now, from now on, a current... Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really interesting. So the Black Cup, I I think we mentioned it last week or the week before. It's a Mm. um, a, uh, a double trim. So you've got uh, two trim signals, so one analogue and one digital built into the pedal, and you can control them Individually, and you can run them in either series or parallel. And um, I was running them in parallel to begin with because I thought that was going to be the what would make the most sense. And uh, it's wicked. It sounds it's really good, really interesting. It's 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 almost delay like, but the sound isn't really getting quieter. I guess it's um it's a really really interesting pedal. Um, and then I ran it in series, and it's just like uh, utter bonkers utterly utterly bonkers <laughs> I yeah because like in
2: series you can get some really synthesque tones out of that pedal
1: yeah because there's the the i guess the waveform is being manipulated so intensely um because you're going from like well the way i had it set was quite a slow deep uh tremolo into the more um spiky aggressive sounding bonkers tremolo so it was really you know distorting the signal not it wasn't not in a distortion way but it was really manipulating the signal really heavily and uh yeah it's really mad i mean i've I've literally spent about 10 minutes playing it uh but yeah. I, I thought it was absolutely really really cool and i really like the um the visitor as well which is their tremolo chorus phaser um pedal again a dual voice dual voicing you can blend in the um the secondary sound uh which again is is wicked and it really does evoke that kind of um extraterrestrial ambience, which is what we were Ooh. talking about last, last week. Yes, it's um, the kind of
3: record that's I'm that's into. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> extraterrestrial ambience. Extraterrestrial yeah. ambience. Um and so that's so that's really cool when I've got the uh I've got the uh Chase Bliss Benson Automatone um preamp Mark II in my hand right here. Um I've got that ready to go, so I will be giving that a play later. Plus a load of other stuff. Um, the MXR FOD, which I'm really excited to play. I really like dual-voiced uh, distortion pedals, so I'm looking forward to trying that. And uh, I spent a few minutes on the Keeley Hydra, which I thought was really cool, really interesting. Um, That's their tremolo reverb. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'll tell you what, is, I don't know if you've seen it, Matty, but there are. Th- there's so many... <laughs> jack inputs and outputs on it it's crazy there's six
3: yeah because when we um we talking about it a few weeks ago we kind of didn't really know what to expect i think and then suddenly it's like released i think they were teasing it and then it was like released and we're like oh it's got loads on it because we thought there's loads of reverb trems out there but from what i've seen this looks totally totally different
1: yeah and it, it sounds really cool it's really really cool i mean i literally went through and played, uh, spent about five minutes on each because I wanted to pretend as though I knew exactly what I was talking about during this part of the podcast. Yeah, and I think really <laughs> I'm doing a really good job of, you know, showing off my professionalism here.
3: <laughs> I think uh, when it comes down to reverb trem, as long as you can get it to sound like the intro to, to Twin Peaks, it's all right.
1: Yeah 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 well say i was playing it into i I wanted to do a bit of the ab in actually sorry speaking about twin peaks for a sec did you see about the big announcement sorry to move away from pedals and everything for a sec
0: david lynch
1: has has confirmed he's going to be doing a new series
3: brand new brand Brand new new series
1: not not twin peaks just a new david lynch series uh it's called wisteria and it's going to be on Netflix uh, in 2022. They're going to start filming it next year. Um, so that is hugely exciting. I really thought that Twin Peaks series three was just going to be like basically the end of his kind of uh, like you know he will never arts. die. He will and never And he was just die. going to go back into doing his paintings and photography and all the all the stuff he's been doing away from the screen. Uh, but yeah, for him to be doing this, that is going to be wicked. And you know, I can only imagine. I hopefully Bad Lamente's is involved again because you know the the, let's, the, the let's scores a, that he puts together are just incredible.
3: Let's get him a Keeley Hydra. sounds Sounds like that's what he needs.
1: That so and this, a uh, you know an old Blood Noise white cap a uh, black cap. Yeah. You know, bloody lovely. F- three trims. Three yeah. trims. What more could you need?
2: <laughs> Was there? Did you get much of a chance to mess around with any of the guitars, um, just yet, Jay Cross? Or is that is that for the Gear of the Year? I appreciate. Um, you know, I'm I'm grilling you on the on the equipment i gave you when you haven't really had a chance to
1: no 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 That's, that's fine so i tried the uh i tried the the um the music man saber and uh you know as much as i kind of my well documented um opinion on flame topped guitars i you know i set that to one side and i played it with an open mind and it's really nice it's really really nice that roasted neck's lovely the uh the feel of the body is is really nice it's, it sounded fantastic it really it really sounded really really good and that's the
2: thing uh, isn't it it, it just it, it music man's are so consistent mm. with the uh, the the quality of their builds even even when they've made something that maybe isn't quite our cup of tea in as far as looks are concerned yeah. certainly it's an incredible an incredible playing guitar
1: yeah totally totally and uh that was the only one that i that i really plugged in uh just because i wanted to play the pedals with a guitar i was more familiar with so i knew what sure. i was uh looking for so I went back to my strat for that, but um, yeah, there's. That's, there's a really say, that, <sighs> That's a phrase I'd never thought I'd hear you say,
3: Jay. What's that, sorry? That's a phrase I'd never thought I'd hear you say. Well, I go went back to my strat. Go back to my strat. I know,
1: I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happened to me in the last couple of years, but you know, I tell you what, give it, give it another eighteen months, and I'll be buying a uh, a flame topped, uh, flame topped strat, and I'll just be, you know, I'll have to, I'll have to. Resign from my position as of guitar nerds and just you know let you guys carry on and with your integrity intact, unlike me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now at the time that uh, I dropped off all that gear, you also um, lent me uh, some of the brand new Fender pedals. Mm. Uh, That have just come out, and similarly, I haven't haven't had that much of a chance to to get stuck into them. But one of the pedals that did pique my interest that I decided to plug in immediately when I got back was the Fender Dual Marine Layer Reverb, which is a a triple button um, uh, reverb pedal. So it's the it's the largest pedal size that Fender do. Oh, except I guess is it the Downtown Express that that bass preamp drive? compressor thing which i think is a four button
1: yeah that's right yeah.
2: but this is still the the larger box and i assume i haven't looked at price for it uh, i'm doing that now
1: 200 um, quid i think there thereabouts
2: oh right okay yeah so it's um yeah looks like looks like less than that um All right. uh so i mean that is that's a I, I was asking that because I was kind of going to be like, oh, obviously Ven is really good because they're making such kind of affordable pedals, but I expected this one to maybe be like 250, that mm. area, because you did do a 250-pound pedal, didn't you, of, of something or other? Was it the delay?
1: There's the um, the, um, the, the, the the reflecting, reflecting
2: pool, which the yeah. delay in reverb, which exactly. I think ended up being about 230, 240 quid. But,
1: something like that, yeah.
2: I expected the Dual Marine layer to be in the same bank. Uh, I think it's it's quite remarkable that you've managed to keep the cost down so much on it, on so much on it because it is so interesting. So what you've got, listener, is that the pedals were, were slightly oddly laid out for me because I was like, oh, well, it's two reverbs. I'll have a button for each of the reverbs, but you don't. You have a master bypass and then you have a second button that switches between your A and your B channel reverb. The third buttons very interesting because the third button is assigned just to a sustain which is a momentary switch um
1: yeah and basically what that does is it, it overrides the um, the decay time that you've got on the the delay on the reverb so that you can basically make it just last it, it you yeah. know kind of like in a in a freeze type manner but it, it, it holds it just, in
2: a sort of a freeze exactly it's, yeah, yeah. It's quite subtle. Yeah. Um, it's like it's not a uh, game changer um, plus pedal style. No, no, no. E- no. Sustain it's, it's quite subtle, but it's nice. It's nice as a little, uh, um, just for a little je ne sais quoi on the end of uh, bits and you know bits and pieces. What's that mean? Um, i I, I can't say.
1: Oh, I don't know. Okay. Oh well, what <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you brought it up then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. But yeah, it was uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. The reverbs I expected, I guess I, I from a large reverb pedal, I was I was hoping for more outlandish reverb sounds because I think there's there's kind of a conventional range of controls, and then you're switching between three pre, three presets. But I wasn't sure if that that little preset toggle was just to do with how the sustain worked. I wasn't one hundred percent sure um, on that. But <clears throat> regardless, I thought it was a, a really, a really interesting reverb pedal. Um, I'd have maybe liked to have seen two different voicings on the A and the B, rather than the same one, and then just kind of creating your own settings on it. But I think for a big box, you know ambient reverb pedal that's going after natural reverb sounds with the addition of that sustain pedal, I think £150 is a is a pretty remarkable price to be turning them out for. Yeah. Um, they look really, really good. Uh, I was very, very impressed. It was mm. very cool. But I was I was actually playing it through what turned up today, as I, I mentioned on the, on the Guitar Nerds Facebook group, on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds forum, um, the Harmony Juno finally turned up. It looks Came very cool. I saw, the, yeah, saw looks the picture wicked. that
1: you put up on the group. It looks uh, it looks very cool.
2: Absolutely. So the, the Juno is like a, a mini-bodied, short-scale, single-cut um, guitar from Harmony with a pair of their Harmony's own gold foil P90s, which oh, they're so articulate and gorgeous and like wonderful i was i was coupling them with my tweed blues junior with a ton of reverb and they're just like aggressive enough to get on that edge of breakup tone you know very nicely um i was a a, a big fan of the way it sounded i loved the fact that it was kind of a small body but i didn't feel like i was making any sacrifice in tone or you know, quality of the instrument by having this cool sort of melody maker sized uh instrument. Also the colour was fantastic. We got it in their metallic rose, um, which is a, a gorgeous finish. Lovely, um kind of polished finish, mahogany, deep mahogany neck. Um really lovely. Everything about it was great. Massive sort of oversized, very retro um, volume control, single volume control, and then again an oversized, uh, oversized, o- oversized um, pickup toggle, three-way pickup selector. Um, it's like a big sort of heavy weight clunk as you as you flick through the the pickup options, which I thought was um, super cool. But oh, it, it's a, it's a fantastic, fantastic instrument.
3: Yeah, it looks. You know, for, I think it looks. It looks cool. It looks like from some of the pictures on their website it looks like the body is r- ridiculously tiny. Yeah. Almost like, you know, you get an oversized guitar, this is like a purposely undersized guitar. <laughs>
0: um
3: but I think it's nice to see something a little bit different. You know, sort of a bit retro but with some sort of, you know, kind of modern appointments in terms of its build. Um someone looking for something a bit different, I think it's a great a great little option.
2: Yeah. I agree. Is someone looking for something that's that's quirky, but you don't want to buy? You know, there's that sacrifice with so many quirky guitars, where you're buying something that's relying entirely on its looks, and its appointments are going to be a little bit lackluster. But this this is just everything about this is pro quality and brilliant. And yeah, it's it's quite the the, the it is small. It's obviously a very small body, but it's made more. Uh, more unusual by the fact that those p90s are quite oversized as well they're quite wide um, for p 90s so it makes the body look even smaller but it's, it's fantastic I, i've absolutely loved playing it um, i think it's going to do really well in in gear of the year honestly i was i was kind of like nothing can be better than the fidelity light that i've played this year it's such a good guitar but now i've played the harmony juno and
1: i'm like ah. Oh don't know i'm gonna be arguing with myself i think <laughs> i think like that's God. that's the thing it's gonna be difficult because you know as you say in the in the past we've been we've all had really strong opinions on stuff because we've just had more access to stuff you know we've been like throughout the year we would have been to a couple of shows we would have been down to a couple of guitar shops we would have spent more time kind of collaborating and this time around i, I mean I, I hate to say it but a lot of the time, we're just going to be deferring to your opinion on stuff. It's just going to be it's terrible. <laughs> going to be letting Joe run run the show. Oh, uh, you know, me. he's going to be like, as well as he's going to be writing the theme tune. He's going to be singing the theme tune. He's going to be doing oh, it got all. Write,
2: I've got to write any theme tune. Yeah, I need to do that. For thing.
1: season two. Well, no, for, for the, of the, of the year the year. And for season two.
2: And for season two. I don't yeah. know what it's going to be. It's going to be wonderful. Now, all, Matt, you actually also got hold of something uh, that we'll be considering as well, a new release for this year, but also something that we're going to be covering on a future friday special episode
3: yes uh we spoke about it a few months ago um and after uh talking to him very nicely uh the chap behind rajani amps i think is the correct pronunciation um finally sent us uh, his i think it's vod 50 um i'm just going to double check that i definitely got that right because uh I kind of feel like I might have said that before, and it was definitely wrong. Uh, No, that's right. VOD50, Valve Overdrive 50 watts, Um, which is the only product he makes at the moment. Um, But it, I've got to say, it's a bit of a game changer.
2: He does several versions of it, though, right? He does it in, like, head and combos. Yeah, he does a head
3: and a combo, but basically the same internal guts apart from the, the, uh, the speaker. So he sent me the combo. And I just, I was, oh yeah, I was kind of just a bit blown away. The thing that really, um, that really struck me was, um, well, two things. One, the EQ. Um, So the EQ is not like a traditional tone circuit that you might find on maybe like a Fender or a, a Marshall. You've got bass and treble, but they give you a boost or cut. Of 13 dB in either direction, um, so it, it's more like an active circuit. It's based on the Baxandall circuit. So you know, uh, Orange had the Bax Banjitar um, really? preamp. So it's a similar circuit to to that, um, and it and it's cutting and boosting specific frequencies that he selected. So the bright doesn't get too spiky, which I think is quite nice. Um, but the thing that really wowed me, I've personally, I've got to say, possibly the best sounding spring reverb I've ever heard in an amplifier. So it's a Whoa. it's a real, all analog long tank spring reverb. Uh and I and I was saying to him, I was like, what what have you what is different to um this compared to other amps? And he's designed a completely unique circuit to drive and control the reverb. So it sounds way more like a like a big splashy tank, but without being like totally over the top. So it sits in the mix of the amp really, really well. Oh, interesting. Um so super simple control panel. It's basically clean and then you've got a drive channel which is drive and level bass treble, which is active, reverb, and volume. Um, so what I was doing was opening the master, opening the main volume all the way up for maximum headroom and then using the clean to kind of dial in where you want the overall volume to be. Um, but there's a six, a fixed 6 dB um, boost, which I think sits just before the, the, the preamp. Um, so it drives the preamp just a little bit. And I just got the best kind of edge of breakup sort of clean tone um, and I was just like, this thing's great. As a pedal platform, really, really good, absolutely loud enough to gig with. Um, and I don't normally go for two-channel amps, but I've got to say, the second channel on this was um was really like right up, especially after trying the Marshall Governor and that kind of Marshall in a box and that quite tight sort of game structure. It sort of really reminded me of that. I was like. This is yeah really really well designed and a crazy price eleven nine five on his web shop at the moment for the uh, combo or for the head for the combo wow that's good um, and what's so the combo yeah, coming
2: is it a single twelve if you, if you
3: uh, he actually because all of them are made by him in the UK so obviously it's the same head unit just in different boxes he can do a variety of different tolexes and uh, a variety of different combinations 212
1: 410 115 etc <gasps> 410 now we're talking uh, 115 yeah. now 410 we're talking. in the uh, no joe come on let's 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 be realistic here. 410 with that with that uh big spring that sounds amazing
3: yeah yeah so i um i tested it through a couple of um uh through so it comes with a jensen tornado 100 um so which they say is is quite firm in the in the bass end with a chimey treble, um, and that's the one that he chose because he thinks it suits his circuit. I tried it through Celestian Redback; I thought it sounded very very good. Um, gave it a little bit more bottom end, um, but uh, as soon as I ran it in kind of stereo or, or wet dry with the Morgan, I was like, "This is the clean amp pedal platform I have been uh, I have been searching for." It pairs so well with that. That sort of um, that Morgan, but it's definitely got a sound of its own, which I really like. It doesn't just sound like they've uh, taken a Fender circuit and just gone, oh, we'll just we'll just do that, or we've taken a Marshall, so we'll just do that. It really feels like he's because he understands engineering and and obviously a bit of amp building. He's managed to make the tweaks that he wants to make to an amplifier to make something its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super super impressed. Um, and it's actually incredibly lightweight, which also really, uh, which also was, because it's chunky. It's not massive. Um, it's a probably a, maybe a, a bit taller than a, a Hot Rod Deluxe. Um, so I expected it to be much heavier than it actually was. But um, all in all, a well-balanced amplifier, I would say. Yeah, um, the VOD50. So yeah, really looking forward to diving in. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, uh, Sorry, Jay, you
3: say VOD fifty.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um that's I, I was you know, rounding it up. The VOD fifty. Um, you know, it looks like an absolutely cracking amp. Dear listener, you should check it out at uh, Rajaniamps.com. Um but yeah, something that I think me and Matt are really looking forward to doing the uh the Friday special episode on as well, because it is a an absolutely cracking mm. looking amplifier. He now it
3: also has a PA- he has a PhD in mathematics, so uh, you know, could, could always put some sort of seriously hard math questions in it, just uh, <laughs> just to see, just to see how he responds. Uh,
2: yes, that is a great idea, but um, we, we we should try and we should we should try something like that. Um, but yes, anyway, m- moving on. It's been a it's been quite a busy uh, couple of weeks for you, Matt Knight. Um, I feel like um, I feel like boss have had an awful lot of products sort of a sudden land and uh, there've been some really unusual ones, unusual developments, unusual, uh, you know, sort of concepts going on, definitely sort of off the beaten path. The sound you are hearing is the KMA Audio Machine Cirrus Spatial Temporal Modifier, a vastly expansive modulated delay and reverb pedal, KMA's first foray into digital effects, The Cirrus is a wonderfully expressive soundscape tool. Multiple and extensive independent modulation features give you access to a huge range of really cutting edge tones with a versatile expression pedal input for increased tone shaping. Floating above your head, delicate and elusive yet dreamy and sweeping, always in motion until it dissolves and merges with an immersive atmosphere around it. Just close your eyes and let the KMA Audio Machine Cirrus Delay and Reverb carry you across the open sky onto its sonic cloudscape. KMA Audio Machines truly stand out as one of the most exciting new brands in the business. Now available worldwide via Audio Distribution Group or check them out and buy online at kma-machines.com. This episode of Guitar Nerds is brought to you by Shergold Guitars and their latest electric guitar, The Provocateur. Celebrated by Total Guitar Magazine as one of the most refined single cuts on the market, with endlessly satisfying playability and a flawless set of tones, the Shergo Provocateur combines remarkable specification with a retro vibe for a unique and bona fide rock guitar. From the brand that once powered the likes of Joy Division and is now championed by modern guitar pioneers and So I Watch You from Afar and many others, comes a fresh and exciting range of electric guitars. Designed by legendary British guitar luthier Patrick James Eggle, and featuring a roasted mahogany neck and a solid mahogany body loaded with USA-made Seymour Duncan pickups, it's easy to see why Guitarist magazine officially voted the Provocateur one of the best electrics of 2019. You can find your nearest Shergo dealer at ShergoGuitars.com. And if you're not in the UK, don't fear. Many UK-based Shergo dealers have super awesome international shipping options to guarantee your Shergo will make it to you in the most far-flung of places. Proudly stand out from the crowd and discover yours today at ShergoGuitars.com. Shergo Guitars. Be your own original.
3: Yes. Um, two actually major announcements. As this podcast comes out, after four long weeks of waiting, can finally announced what the next Waza pedal is. And uh, because lots of people guessed wrong, we also announced another Waza pedal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, we'll talk about the one that we've been teasing uh, for a few weeks, which I'm sure. Uh, by the time people are listening to this, the internet is hopefully on fire with this news because I'm personally, I think this is an incredible um, project. <coughs> so, um, we are announcing the TB2W Waza Craft Tone Bender. Um, Absolutely outstanding. So, basically, Boss and Solar Sound reunite, or say unite rather, rather than reunite, uh, to reimagine the iconic Solar Sound Tone Bender Mark II from the 1960s. So um,
2: this, is, this is the first time you guys have done a collaboration since the uh, Angry Charlie?
3: Yes, yes. And actually, this project... Angry uh, Driver. Angry, uh, yeah, Angry Driver. Sorry, Sorry, which has got the Angry yes. Charlie in it. Um, this project technically kick-started at that House of Vans event, so we took um, Yoshikagami and some of the engineers to Denmark Street, and that's where he met Aunt Makari. Um, and yeah, Aunt tells a fantastic story, and there's some videos coming up later in the week, so I won't I won't give Wayne the story, but um, there's a whole bunch of just cool stuff that's been happening. And every time they've come over, we've we've gone to meet them, and um, you know, there was a point when we were like. Well, Yoshi was like, we're not sure if it's possible, you know, because Ant was saying this, there's only like eight components in a tone bender, but they're all so specific and so carefully selected and built for that, that sound, that really, really iconic sound. And, um, you know, to do it in a in a more mass-produced way, as it were, although this, this one will be limited, but, um, you know, and to do it, analog and to do it with real germanium transistors and do it the same you know was a was a huge challenge for boss because we've not done anything like that for quite some time
2: it seems that like it's a totally different way of approaching stuff yeah i guess so, that's sort of the the hand-built small quantities of pedals to boss who are used to obviously you know <laughs> yeah large production effects
3: yeah so um so aunt makari and and yoshi uh yeah and And uh, an amazing guy. And obviously he's got like an insane collection of tone benders. Uh, He's been buying loads back. And I think he's trying to get one of the first ones ever made. It was built in a wooden box and given away in like NME and stuff like that. It's it's all this crazy stuff. So obviously he's got a a crazy selection of tone benders to pick from. And he he played a bunch, picked the best one and sent it to boss. And that's what they modeled um, or built the TB2W on. So... They, we they called it the masterpiece of the Tone Bender Mark II series from Ant's personal collection, serial number five hundred, um, which was the the benchmark reference, basically. Um, and then it will be. It basically features rare germanium transistors carefully selected for optimum tone, a three-way voltage selector, which I think is incredible. So you can have three different types of uh, of voltage. Uh, Selectable true or buffered bypass, which again is another real first for a true analog um, fuzz pedal and uh, a refined circuit for ultra consistent performance from pedal to pedal. Obviously, uh, you know, Fuzz pedals can vary quite a lot depending on the transistors, um, and we've tried to make them as consistent as possible.
0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: um so we're going to announce more information including price and stuff like that um in uh, the beginning of Q2 uh so sort of march time 2021 um but super super excited to uh, to finally see this out there and uh it's a great story there's some great videos coming out um i've yet to hold one in my hands but i've heard it
2: <laughs> and
3: uh it sounds amazing i think it looks amazing it looks unlike a lot of other boss pedals um
2: because well, you've just gone for the plain, the the sort of mottled chrome chassis. well yeah is i mean right? the
3: other fuzz pedals we've done are, are in a similar gray silver you know fz5 fz3 fz2 um but this is more like that almost that like it looks a bit more like those early tone benders with like the hammerite finish yeah um and obviously only two controls with the chicken head knobs as well that's, the is, same as the tone bender, very it just cool. looks very, very cool. That,
1: I think those chicken head knobs have really kind of thrown people, um, when, yeah. you know, with those pictures that you've put up.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, obviously we put the transistors up and everyone's, like, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be a fuzz. So I think a lot of people know it's a fuzz uh, or, you know, knew it was a fuzz, but I don't think anyone was expecting a, a tone bender. <laughs>
2: um,
3: you know, because I showed it to uh, a, a friend of mine who, um, does a few bits in in the guitar world and he's like well you're not going to call it tone bender are you and i'm like yeah it's an official tone bender uh and in in the video that's coming out i think there's a really good line that's like unless it's got solar sound on it it's not a tone bender and uh you know ours on the bottom has you know tb2w solar sound london on it which i think is just oh, such an so incredible cool. stamp and just you know so proud to be part of the company that that's making it so um on wednesday so if you're listening to this on tuesday uh one of the patreons uh on wednesday are doing a talk with boss with yoshi and he's going to dive into a bit more of the detail um as well but was
2: was the angry driver a wasicraft pedal
3: no no standard production which we still make um so this one will be handmade in japan
2: which... So this is what what, what uh, right is that why it becomes a Wazercraft pedal because it's handmade in Japan. That's correct, yeah.
3: Yeah, there's a few other tweaks to to Waz's, you know, like BD2W versus BD2 or SD1. Mm. But uh, Wazer yeah, pedal is It's pedals just it's, it's quite
2: a it's quite a different thing for you guys to bring into the Wazercraft pedal range. It's certainly all the other Wazercraft stuff so far seems to have been largely um reimagining vintage boss pedals, whereas this is reimagining a vintage pedal that's not boss
3: yeah yeah um, i think it's, it's an incredible project i don't think anyone's really going to see it coming so <laughs> <yeah>. um, <laughs> and and that's the funny thing so it sort of leads on to the next thing which was even a surprise for some of the people uh within within the company but obviously a lot of people soon as we put the first teaser images up the first comment of course is hm2w uh you know everyone wants the heavy metal uh the kind of cult chain, swedish chainsaw pedal um and uh this over the last 10 years it's been a couple of petitions to like bring it back and then one gained quite a lot of traction a couple of months ago and uh yoshi announced uh last week to us that um we're gonna we're gonna remake it we're gonna we're gonna wasify the hm2 and uh for the first time ever Following on from first, we're going to make this a collaboratively designed product with the people that so desperately wanted to see it come back. So all the people that are in the petition, this is their chance to uh, jump on a Facebook group we set up and tell them, you know, what they would do to the Waza, um, what they would do for HM2 Waza. So it's it's a funny one because HM2 has slowly and more and more increased in price. Uh, some are going, you know, mint condition ones with box, which I have, uh, are going for like $300. Um, <laughs> and it's a weird one because it was, bizarrely enough, it was the fourth ever Boss Distortion pedal. It came out in 1983. So you think So Boss... what was, so what? SD1, it... OD... DS1, DS2? OD1. When was the metal zone then? No, OD1, Uh DS-1, SD-1, HM2. All right. Okay. Um, 1983. So yeah, six years into Boss being a company. Um, and Yoshi said something really interesting, which was quite cool, because it's, it's actually quite low gain in some ways. It's basically an OD-1 circuit with a different clipping diode on it. Um, and... The tone control was really interesting. Actually, it's, it's called Color, and then it's got a, a high and a low, and it controls multiple frequencies at once that they've kind of dialed in. Um, but it was really aimed at that sort of rise of, I guess, that kind of first wave of, of heavy metal in the early 80s. Um, and it stayed a consistent seller until 1991. Uh, which it got it then got replaced by the uh, the metal zone.
2: Oh, the metal Zone's a replacement of the mm-hmm. of the yeah. HM2. yeah I didn't uh, know.
3: They basically yeah just just about crossed over, um, but it became iconic because uh, bizarrely enough, even though people like David Gilmour used the HM2, um, it became famous because of a band called Entombed, and they used it on the record called Left Hand Path. Uh, They're a Swedish death metal band um uh, from gothenburg and yeah their sound was a f- effectively a cranked a a cranked hm2 so all the knobs to maximum into i think a PV or a, like a marshall mg or something um <laughs> and uh, just this just this gnarly what became known as the the swedish chainsaw um and it's it's just gained a consistent and cult following ever since and uh, what's amazing is I didn't realize how many companies have have taken their own theme of HM2 and and done something similar. So uh, I think it's amazing that we're going to be doing a, a again a, a Waza version of that, all made in Japan. Um. So yeah, next year we've
2: got two Waza pedals coming, which I think oh, is amazing. That's exciting. This is a year for. Are there any, uh, I can't think of what else I I want in in the Waza range now. I kind of feel like I've got all the things are I really two W. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. That's but, the one, uh, isn't it?
3: No, RE201W. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so was a tape echo. Hmm.
1: That's the dream. Yeah. That is the dream. the
3: dream. I'll make it myself. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure can't be that hard.
0: <laughs>
3: um, isn't it just you just chop chop one the RE20s in half? I thought you should get a Walkman, don't you? you just No, you get a <laughs> What was it called? What was that thing called? Cassette. I want to say Creative Zen. What was that? It was, it was like Cassette Boy, Tape Boy from
1: uh, Oh, yeah, Home yeah, Alone. yeah, yeah. Just one of them. Yeah, I can't remember. You used to get those pens. Talk, that buddy. That talk, talk buddy. Talk Buddy? Talk Boy. Talk Boy. Yes.
3: Just get a Talk Boy. No? Just record onto that, loop that. <laughs> um, really I have seen a lot of people. Uh, I, I followed a couple of YouTubers this weekend of people that are really into live four-track cassette looping and ambient performances. So they've just oh, yeah. got like, a you know, a massive um, just box full of like ambient four track cassettes. And then they're just like mixing it all live. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's why Tascam cassette, four track cassette recorders are insanely expensive now. A, a totally defunct technology that no one wanted is now suddenly they're like four or five hundred quid.
2: Do you remember the? uh, Do you remember that Tascam? It's been a few years since we talked about this, but do you remember that Tascam guitar combo that had a CD player? CD GT
3: one. Yeah. Oh man, we used to
2: sell loads of those. Didn't it have? Wasn't the speaker configuration like six eight inch or six like four inch speakers or something like that? Uh,
3: Did it even have a speaker in it? Was there an amp that had it? Was there an oh? There was an amp that had one on it. Yeah, there's a combo. There's but then there was a standalone unit that just you plugged headphones in.
2: Oh, I see. All oh, right, no, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking of that. I was thinking of the guitar amplifier. Oh, uh, yeah, Tascam no, made. there was
3: a Tascam CDGT one, and then a CDGT two, and then I think they ended up bringing out an MP3 version. But I think by that point, they they'd <laughs> lost the entire market by that point. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah. Tascam
2: have been responsible for some great stuff. Do you remember the Gibson in Tascam Orange? The, the es yeah, oh, 33
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Came with Cakewalk, yeah.
1: No, it came with a cable
3: as well. It came with a Tascam recorder cable. Do you not remember? It had a recorder built into the
2: cable. That That's exactly what you want. Well, Gibson did that, didn't they? They did the looper cable for a while.
3: Uh, well, I think that's what it was. I think it was um, Tascam cable. Yeah, it, there was like a maybe it was a Gibson collaboration thing, but yeah, they definitely had like a recorder cable. Reminds me of the wiretap from uh, Line Six. Do you remember that was Did like that a, do the same it, thing? Yeah, well, it was basically in line with your guitar. It was just a recorder. You couldn't loop. You just put it at the end of your signal chain, and then you, you press the button, just recorded. Oh into yeah, the, into yeah, I remember
2: box. that. I want more things built into
1: other cables. Things.
2: Yeah, and I want more cable building things. Like, do you remember when we discovered that Proco? Do do the Proco rat in yeah, a rat cable? Tail. The rat tail was it?
1: The rat tail? I feel like it was the rat tail. I
2: feel like if I was going to put a Proco rat into a cable, I would call it a rat tail. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, see,
2: that was cool. The Gibson looper in a cable. Yeah, that I, was cool. I've just found it. The Gibson
3: Memory cable.
2: Uh, really cool. It was a
3: handheld recorder in a guitar cable. So Gibson and Tascam um, came out in 2014. I'm guessing total failure. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it was 99. <sighs> the time that's that's okay. That's you know you can't put a price on perfection. and no, uh, yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. Putting but a price the super thing. Th- Sorry, Jacob. <laughs>
3: I was going to say, the thing with this recorder cable is, you know, oh yeah, I'm just going to plug into my pedal board. Oh, man, I've got these insane riffs. I've got my memory man going into my space echo, and oh, it's amazing. Oh, wait, the recorder's at the beginning of the cable because obviously it's guitar straight into the little recording module so you can hit record, then into your pedal board. So all you're going to record is a totally dry guitar sound.
2: You know, but if you, you, you if you're using it live to loop in parts, then that's fine. That's the right I, I, place.
3: I, yeah, I'm sure no one did that.
2: No, but maybe yeah. that,
3: maybe there's a new market for it. Maybe
2: that's. Uh... I think so. I think products built into cables is the way to go. That's what I want. More more effects built into cables. Maybe an amplifier. You know, something
1: amplifier cable.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? The entire cable is the, the
1: air.
2: yeah, like some sort of speaker. That can be flexible and built into a cable. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested to see <laughs> to see that happen. Anyway, you know, last year we did like a every year we do a listener's choice in our Gear of the Year podcast series. Yeah, and uh, and last year I think it was kind of an easy one. Like some some products that we expected all got into the the final um, listeners poll for them to. Choose and I can't I can't remember without in front of me, but I th- I'm pretty sure they selected the 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 Wazza headphones, and there was like the orange Terra pedal um, did really well. Like you know, it was like there were a few releases last year that was like, yes, this is going to appear. Now, what I do with the listeners' choice is on the on the Facebook group, I first of all ask people for you know to to comment saying things, and then I'll go through it and I'll pick out the five products or, you know, or maybe more products that have been mentioned the most. But this year, just again, because it's such a disjointed year, even though it's only just, you know, I've only recently posted this out, so we're early doors yet, but barely anything's getting more than one mention in that everyone's got a different product. Oh, right, wow. um, That they think skier of the year. So it's going to be an interesting one for that. But One of the products that's coming up the most at the moment is the Two Notes Captor X, Um. Which I'm not entirely surprised by. A fantastic product comes with, you know, a perfect way for you to be able to utilise your valve heads at home, and then the Two Notes software package that you know allows you access to the cab sims and their their own reverb unit. Their sort of real room reverb thing um, is very good, and it's very affordable. In, in comparison to you know the other sort of major players doing that sort of thing, so I'm not surprised to see that come up there most. Another one that's coming up, Helix 3.0, the new uh, the new update that's uh, that's just come out for Helix is that a product. I guess well, it is. I guess it can go. I guess it can go into um, the uh, accessory uh, lineup of things. You know. I guess, as it's a software update. That's certainly where we'll, put, we'll be putting Neural DSP's archetype, Corey Wong, which has also been voted for and, and had a, a couple of up votes. I think we're going to
1: need to come up with a, a different name rather than just accessories if we're talking mm. about software mm. and stuff. Maybe because we did in the past best other thing, didn't we? Yeah, and maybe you we'll know, call I don't, it other I thing. I don't really like accessories being... Relegated to other (laughs) things, but if you insist on adding (laughs) other things to the accessories category, then I feel like it needs to maybe accessories and other is what the category should
2: be. Yes, yeah, I like that. I like that. As of you know, one of the hardest things I think for this year that we're going to come up against is that, um, whilst less things have been released this year uh the companies that have done the releasing seem to have done a lot of releasing like we expect fender and boss to to release a lot of products each year but this year both companies feel like they <laughs> there's an awful lot of stuff to choose I've from i've been busy
3: well yeah. not me the entire company
2: <laughs> but even you know even when we look at the smaller companies um origin effects have released both the revival trem and the the magma 57 um, and of course, we do have the policy of only one brand, one product from a, a brand <laughs> moving. Are
3: they going to say only one brand going through? I'm like, well, it's easy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that in itself is going to be a tough choice. Um, Matt, you've got the magma 57 on its way to you, but the revival yes. trend has been a massive hit for for you it this has. year.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fight hard for that absolutely but it's a, it's a tough one because yeah they're two really good products so it's like i'm gonna have to pick the best of those two yeah is that even possible
2: maybe i want both on my pedal board then what yeah yeah you'll be yeah then you're, you're gonna be in trouble yeah products that i i was very upset to discover didn't come out this year was the uh the kma audio machine cirrus i think it came out last year I do need to double check that because I've only been told that by someone. So I need to check because that was that's been my favourite like ambient weird pedal to come. I out asked this for year. that.
1: You didn't send it to me.
2: Oh, did you ask for it?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so
2: sorry. Well, I'm so sorry.
1: I mean, frankly, I d- yeah. I just um thank you for the apology.
2: Well, uh, well, actually, the one that we've got um, was actually for me from KMA audio machines and it has oh. this lovely um this lovely uh, thing on the on the back uh you know where it says sort of the serial number and stuff it says cirrus spatial temporal modifier a joe special edition from one nerd to another nerd oh that's what that's it says nice. on the on the back of my pedal so this is a joe just...
1: Branton uh special edition what does that mean <gasps> is it like there's no there's no clean you can't they <laughs> they they they've they've, they've There's removed, no dry signal. They've removed yeah. the dry signal path from the pedal. So it's yeah. just it's just on constantly. Do you think that's
2: enough? Actually, technically, as this one is a Joe special edition, even no, if there's no, no differences internally, it does mean it came out in <laughs> twenty twenty. I think you're
1: you're really stretching.
2: I'm reaching, there. really
1: <laughs> reaching there. I'm, I'm not sure, but they have they've brought out loads of other pedals, have they? KMA, yeah, oh
2: yes, KMA have absolutely got a chunk of stuff. KMA, I think, are going to feature a fair bit in the uh, in Gear of the Year this year. It's just this this series for me has just been such a, an absolutely incredible unit that I've been. A big, big fan of. Um, I think the Logan came out this year, which I think is what we'll be potentially talking about. Which is their really mid-pushed drive, which also allows you to run an expression out on the uh, on the mids, so that you can kind of sweep it like a wah, which is quite cool. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be looking forward to that. Now, let's talk about let's talk about some other things that have come out um, this. Uh, this this week, some things that uh, have landed. Um, should we start with this uh, this Carstens amplification unit, which I've I've never heard of the the brand Carstens. This was the first time I'd kind of seen them. Uh, you know, see, seen anything from them, and I, t- I you know a lot of the time when y- you see these really uh, sort of custom shop amplifier companies come out with new amps and i'm almost like i i almost put them to one side because i'm like well if it's a if it's a us company i'll probably i'm not going to be able to get one to to try out and it'll be probably made in such a small quantity that i'll you you know that it, it just ends up not being of interest to me now whilst this is an extremely uh limited Uh, handmade run of only 50 amps, Carsten Amps have, in fact, made a Billy Corgan collaboration. This is the Grace um, amplifier. What a time to be bringing out a 100-watt head unit. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
3: And uh, to your point, Joe, about the Carsten Amps and never hearing of them, uh, nor have I. Um, but I just just thought before quickly we talk about it, which probably I just went on their website and just clicked the about page. So um, cast and amplifiers have been joined by such artists as Joe Walsh, Billy Corgan. Uh, they put Billy Corgan in the Smashing Pumpkins. I think that's a bit of a cheat. Um, same person. Uh, Mike McCready, Brad Paisley, Jeff Tweedy, James Bay, Brian Fallon. Um, and uh, he used to be the amp tech for many years. At Chicago Music Exchange, um, oh, okay. So he's basically been um, building and designing amps for a number of years, and uh, every amplifier is handmade by the man himself. Wow. Um, so uh, I think it's very, very cool. They look really unique. I think um, really unusual from
2: the soft corners.
3: Yeah, it sort of looks like a. Um, <laughs> it sort of looks like a fancy because of the angle and the distance they've taken a It sort of looks like something you put on your. Your kind of
2: fireplace as a Bluetooth speaker. Um, <laughs> it's definitely got a sort of retro come modern look to it. Because when you see the cab, the cab makes it look inc- incredibly retro, I think, because it almost ends up with that TV style grill. Mm. Um, and it, but, yeah, the head unit on its own looks very modern.
3: Yes, and they've got three fancy colours, uh, black, red, and white. I've got to say, the red looks amazing. Um, so you can pre-order now, like you said, 50 pieces, uh, just shy of uh, £3,000. Um, basically, it was um, what they're saying here that uh, I think... Billy had bought one and they've been discussing an app collaboration for years. Um, And then he had a specific request. As we know, Billy Corgan is uh, a tone chaser to the extreme. And uh, I think they've been co-designed this thing and it ended up being a Billy Corgan um, signature why they've done it in a limited uh, edition i don't know i guess for all hand built by one person 50 pieces is probably quite a lot but uh, effectively well, a hundred... also,
1: i think joe does make a good point in the you know who need... there's there's not that many people out there at the moment who are looking to buy a 100 watt amps you know yeah maybe so maybe. that's probably that's probably part of it
3: yeah but uh, yeah a, a handmade hand-wired 100 watt single channel amplifiers with a staggering amount of articulate high gain so it's uh, it's designed for the 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 gainy amongst uh, amongst people. Um, I think it looks great. I, I think um, it sounds like the uh, the chap who makes them might be a really interesting person to um, to speak to. We
2: should try yeah. and get him on
3: the uh, podcast next year, Joe. Yeah, we I should. Think, Let's
2: uh, get him on a Friday special.
3: Yeah, it sounds like he's got a lot of. Um, He's got a lot of history in in building stuff, so uh, and I think from his time, he's saying here from his time at Chicago Music Exchanges, you know, he's been through a lot of amazing gear. So it's uh, you know, chance for him to uh, impart a bit of what he's learned and what he's tried into uh, into amplifiers. Yeah. Have That's you seen
1: it. this um, this other amp that uh, that they do? I mean, call my immediately because of the name, the uh, Black Flag um which is a uh they're like, they're one by tw- uh one by twelve um looks really really nice it's uh 22 watts um really cool kind of like um retro like you know the the picture of the um of the cab that you can see on the the uh press release for this for the uh, Billy, Billy Corgan head it's got the, the combo has that kind of aesthetics really nice like kind of future retro um, really really lovely looking um, lovely looking design on it and uh, yeah this this looks really cool really interesting I'd uh, yeah. be really really keen to to hear more about this company they seem very cool I, I, yeah.
3: I was drawn to the one called The Warm Machine oh, uh, what's that? it's um I think it's, it's a similar thing I mean single channel um Single-channel, 50-watt, uh, sort of clean, glassy, British-inspired um, amp head. Um, it looks great. I think they just look really good. More than anything, I think they just look wicked. Uh, plus, it's called The Warm Machine. So, instantly, I was like, oh, is it something related to Brian Eno? It is not, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And, it, and he also does vintage amp repair, so I'm guessing he sort of knows his way around a uh, an, an amp or two. But uh, yeah, definitely one. I think maybe we should uh, we should talk to him more. Sounds like he might be uh, he might be someone we should know.
2: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Now another uh, another release that has come out just in time for Gear of the Year is uh, Hampstead Soundworks have expanded their their pedal lineup once more. Again, you know a a, a brand that make absolutely fantastic amplifiers and that really is kind of their core and their bread and butter but they've uh, they released the Zenith which they're calling the ultimate tone shaper uh, which is bang up our street because this is essentially a, a, a make gooder and it's a pedal that um, I, I think a couple of weeks ago on the podcast we were asked the question what makes the ultimate make gooder you know is it an EQ is it a boost is it a compressor and the zenith is all three of those things in in one, with a you know a three band EQ, a separate compression, a blend, and a twenty decibel boost as well, all built into one, all with secret switching, so that you can control the compression and the EQ independently if you're using something like an ESA or gig rig, um, which is very very cool. And
1: sorry, you uh, yeah. You need to say that again. Secret switching.
2: Secret switching. That's what they're calling it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Basically, um, um, so they use a foot switch called the Opto Kick foot switch, which comes from Gig Rig. It's, it's a really high quality, um, silent switch. Um, but what they've done is because, as, as Joe said, you've got EQ. Um, well, you've basically got the two main things of compression and EQ. And uh, I saw this briefly at Nam. So obviously, if you click the switch, you can have uh, both come on and then both turn off. Uh, or you can have the compression stay always on. And then when you click the switch, it will switch the EQ in. Or you can have it the other way around. But I believe by holding the switch, it can then like flip-flop between the two. Um, so from one foot switch, you get multiple control over the... The same pedal, uh, yeah. So basically, secret switching allows standard, which is both on, both off. Flip flop, which means every time you press it, it goes between one or the other. Compression always on, EQ always on, or you can have it cycle. So comp on, EQ on, bypass, comp on, EQ on.
1: I I get it. That's that's really interesting. So when it's um, flip flop, you've always got one or the other on. And yes. You can, yeah. You never turn it off. The pedals. You never turn it on. off. Yeah. You've you've always got. Yeah. You've got what, one, one or the other on. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. This that's really interesting. And so yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah and secret um, switching. I love it. That sounds fantastic. This <laughs> is Joe. Don't worry about gear of the year. This has sorted it for me. And actually, I don't even care about the pedal. What I care about is the technology involved in the secret switching. That sounds fantastic. Let's just uh, let's call it a day, shall we, lads? Yep, no, that's I guess it. so. That's yeah, time. It saves time. Um,
3: and I believe, yeah, if you use a um, a gig rig or an ESA, I think you can do all of that remotely as well. So obviously, you've got that in the loop switcher. Uh, so yeah. what does
1: that mean? Are you using a TRS cable? Like, was it TRS in?
3: Yes, I believe so.
1: Um, or is it just?
3: Yeah, maybe, it, no, I
1: get. I guess it would just be normal. Uh, no. I guess it depends on whether it's the um, the switch itself that's doing that, or whether when you hold down the. Oh, that's really interesting. Uh, Yeah, no, I'd I'd really like to know. It must
3: be. uh, It must be. I'm pretty sure it doesn't actually say in the manual, but yeah, control input is used with an external switching device such as a gig rig. Uh, So when a control signal is sent, it overrides the foot switch and then can be used to switch the compression and EQs independently. Um, So yeah, I'd imagine it's probably TRS, and then yeah, you can set those in. Into
1: yeah, so TRS to uh, twin mono
3: yes and i'm guessing uh no it'll 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 be trs trs because you'll come out of like the control out of the switcher system so um
1: oh okay okay
3: i just i don't know whether it runs in series or in parallel um i can't find it anywhere i'm guessing i just wondered if the eq ran into oh you can change the order Forget it. <laughs> you can change the order. <laughs> uh you can run compression into EQ or EQ into compression. But they run in uh, or, sorry, you can run compression into EQ, EQ into compressor or you can run them in parallel, which means they're both on together, but they don't the, the two shall not meet. Um and you can run anywhere between 9 and 18 volts. This is this could be the ultimate make gooder.
2: This could be the ultimate make gooder. Um, yeah, what an absolutely fantastic pedal from Hampstead Soundworks! I'm very much looking forward to uh, trying one out ahead of Gear of the Year. Have you got it's one, Joe? Fantastic. Uh, not yet, but uh, we will have one oh. very shortly.
3: Yeah, I um, I'm, I'm, I remember seeing this at NAM now, and I, I know they've obviously not mentioned it much since then. But this looks this looks like the ultimate Make Gooder. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited.
2: It looks very, very good indeed. Now we are drawing to a, a close of this week's free episode of Vicetone's podcast. Unfortunately, at the start of the episode, once again, I forgot to introduce the new patrons. Oh, Joe. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do it now. Um, thank you very much to Morgan Hill um, and to James Dorr, who's joined us at the ten dollar tier, and also to Kyaetopia the band, who join us at the ten dollar tier. Legends. Um, yes, Every absolutely. One of you. From Absolutely. $1 to now, $10. Yeah, yes, ex- yes. All of them are fantastic. Now of course, uh, uh, Kaiatopia happened to be the band that have um uh, friend of the podcast Chris who uh um who shared with us his vintage MXR pedal collection um the other day. So, uh, it was so
1: really interesting. He he followed really up good. on the uh followed up on the on the group about that and I had no idea that um MXR basically ceased being a company for a while and then were brought back and then uh yeah really really interesting. Yeah, so, they're not
2: not a brand that I think we've delved into the history of actually no. much on the on the podcast at all. Um in in you know in favor of of talking almost exclusively about Dan Electro uh, pedals for <laughs> <laughs> for the last 5 years so. <laughs> but um but yes, uh, that thank you very much all new patrons and welcome aboard. Uh, now, of course, if you want to listen to more of this guitar nerdy we're going to be heading over to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. Um, where where we'll uh, we'll be yeah we'll be continuing. So you can you can join us at any of the tiers: the dollar, the five dollar, or the ten dollar tier. At the one dollar tier, you'll get this episode ad free and early. At the five dollar tier, you get access to all our Patreon specials and our entire back catalog. And at the ten dollar tier, you get all of those things plus I'll sing your your name in a song at the end of this podcast. Join us on all the social medias with at Guitar Nerds. And uh, join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Thanks very much for tuning in. And we'll be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Bye. Bye. This is the second from last Patreon song of the year. My goodness. Yes. A oh, Paul Drew and Russell healing, Mr. Tabitha. Jeg man, til at gav en the det er Jake Gray start getting